ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of China, Ireland, and the Russian Federation, and the states of California, Massachusetts, and Michigan, and to all of you for pushing us over 100,000 listeners, because you keep listening up. Lift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is walk the labyrinth. Find a labyrinth in your area, indoors or out, and walk it. Before you enter it, say a prayer asking for you what what you want to release and receive. As you walk into the center, you will release what you no longer need. In the center, you will hear answers from your limitless higher self and from the divine. As you walk out, you will be lighter and move more into your true self. I have been walking labyrinths for several years, including the one in Chartres Cathedral in France. Here's an excerpt from a piece I wrote about that experience in 1999. While in the labyrinth, my attention was continually drawn to the brilliant light coming through the Tree of Life stained glass window. I was so overcome by profound feelings of gratitude and connection with the divine that my hand kept going to my throat or heart. In the middle of these deep feelings and only part way to the center, the guards unexpectedly announced the cathedral was closing and we had to leave immediately. I was determined to finish my walk. I continued to the center with a few others. Walking out the usual way was not possible, so I took the less traditional route and walked a few short steps on the labyrinth crossbars, despite the fact that the guards were blocking the way. Later, a man who had been directly behind me told me that I had walked with such authority that the guards parted to make a path for me. I had not been contacted of my surroundings, I was too focused on my process. His words touched me, showing me how different I was from the person who used to want to be invisible. 
I had planned to journal as soon as I left the cathedral, but as with so many of my intentions this vacation and in life, my plan was changed when this man asked me to talk with him. He was so sincere, I released my personal plan and allowed a better one to take its place. He wanted to thank me for helping him to create a sacred space in the midst of so many people who were laughing, talking, curious, or uncertain. I, too, had been distracted by these same people until I heard a loud voice in my head saying, the only person you can change is yourself. So I focused my attention inwardly on my own journey. My new friend said that he saw people's attitudes changed as they caught the devotional tone that I and others were expressing. He appreciated being shown how to get out of his head and into his feelings. This man and I, total strangers who never even exchanged first names, talked very deeply for two hours. We discovered that both of us had experienced many detours during our vacation. He speculated that maybe that was life. You needed a goal in order for everything else to happen and that you didn't plan. And so it seems I must trust that my life will emerge as it should, one step at a time as I set goals and explore the unplanned opportunities along the way. My next workshop is the Om Om Awakening, bringing your divine feminine and divine masculine together as one. This new guided meditation will help you release fear and be at peace without pain and struggle. You will gain increased healing intuition and connection to the divine. Be among the first to receive the blessings of this meditation. Join us, relax, and experience wholeness. The Om Om Awakening will bring you the unification of your divine feminine and divine masculine less fear and more peace increased intuition more healing within your body greater self-empowerment and easier manifestation go to my website drpaulajoyce.com to learn more and to register if you don't live in Dallas contact me for individual or group coaching or to present this workshop or another one in your area. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can and all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Brian Wilson, who will talk with us about blending 
integrating business and spirituality as a pathway to success. In our show last week, Psychic Dwan Washington gave us his predictions for 2019 to help us make the most of our year with hope and optimism. Irene sent me this email. There was so much valuable information in last week's episode that I've already listened three times trying to process all of it. As I apply the information, my life just keeps getting better and easier. I have been overwhelmed with hugs and blessings from virtual strangers on almost a daily basis. The best was when my granddaughter surprised me with a bouquet of white roses she made out of place. After a long day at work, her gift made me feel so good. I am very grateful for Dwan's profound insights and such a wonderful prediction for 2019. Dwan's annual predictions are always among my most popular shows. He has helped change my life in the best ways possible, which is why I am so grateful to share him with you. This year in particular, he gave us information that will help you have more ease and success in 2019. There are a great many angels, guides, and spirits like Sigmund Freud who are coming forth to help us this year to clear our minds of unconscious spheres and to think more positively. They will be especially active in helping us when we meditate and when we are sleeping. Dwan told us how important it is this year for us to take action. One affirmation that he shared is, fear is disempowered through acts of love. That I'll say that one more time. Fear is disempowered through acts of love. Taking action includes meditating and saying affirmations out loud and speaking words of kindness, gratitude, and love. None of these things require money or grand public actions. They are, however, needed to spread positive energy. Dwan emphasized how important our words are this year. Whispering or speaking positive words and words of truth is more powerful this year than ever and more powerful than just thinking. We are co-creators with the divine and our words are an important part of the creation process. Taking action changes us from being victims to being empowered. Another important information to help with this is I am not a victim. I am a being of light empowered through love. I'm going to repeat that. I am not a victim. I am a being of light empowered through love. For more helpful information, including how to contact your loved ones on the other side in your sleep time, what the colors are for the year, and which archangels are over the entire year, please listen to this show. You can do so by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on making a difference by taking positive action and on releasing fears, please listen to other shows like September 22, 2016 with Stephen. Schwartz, create change by making compassionate, life-affirming choices. July 26, 2018 with Stefan Schwartz, being an agent of lasting change, personal, societal, and global. And May 3, 2018 with Dean Slider, fearless, living beyond fear, anxiety, anger, and addiction. You can hear these shows or any others 
that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. For added value, read my current blog on loving yourself enough to stick with your New Year's resolutions. One friend didn't even write resolutions this year because she was so certain she wouldn't succeed. Here's some advice from my blog. Instead of tearing up your resolutions, I suggest you practice self-compassion. About 90% of our self-talk is negative. Our minds are actually programmed to focus on the negative. Because our survival depended on it when we were hunters and gatherers. With this awareness, you can make new choices. You can choose to give yourself a break and see yourself as a learner. Change takes time, commitment, and patience. If it were easy, everyone would do it. Instead of giving up on yourself, you could support yourself the way a loving friend would. Instead of focusing on what you didn't do, you could focus on what you did accomplish. Instead of thinking you failed, you could tell yourself, I didn't do it yet, or I'm part way to my goal. To read more on how to succeed this year, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, and click on my blog. Now it's time for my silver lining story. Arlene sent me this silver lining story. I have been listening to your show for several months now and have felt so good about the changes you are helping me make in my life that I have told many of my friends and customers about you and your wonderful show. Shortly after I found your show, I became homeless. My family wouldn't help me, and it was a challenging time since I'm a single mom. Your show and workshop helped me maintain hope and find silver linings. One thing I discovered is that our birth family isn't always the family that gives us love, support, and comfort. I'm making peace with that and appreciating the people who are in my corner. I'm in my own place now, and my son is settled in a good school district and adjusting nicely. I've been following your weekly tips and taking the advice of your guests. As a result, so many good things have been happening. I just discovered that my next-door neighbor's father was a close friend of mine. My father, giving me a piece of my history back. I even found my father's old cap, which I've been wearing and feeling his loving presence more strongly than I have since he died. And since your show last week, I've been following your tip to whisper my prayers. When I do, pathways seem to open up for me. I wasn't getting any business, so I said a prayer and I had my best income that day. I'm even getting tips now, which I rarely did before. I'm putting positive energy around people who are usually negative to me, and they've been nice. I'm following the flow, and it's everything is changing, and I'm so grateful. Thank you. And now I want to introduce my guest, Dr. Brian C. Wilson, author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Johnny Fetzer, and the Quest for the New Age. Brian is a professor of American religious history in the Department of Comparative Religion at Western Michigan University, and he holds a PhD in religious studies from the University of California, Santa Barbara. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life 
life doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. Then read about and register for my new workshop, The Om Om Awakening, bringing your divine feminine and divine masculine together as one. Or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, how could you bring spirituality more into your business or your life? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Brian Wilson to talk with us about blending business and spirituality as a pathway to success. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down how you could bring spirituality more into your business or your life. I'm so pleased to welcome Dr. Brian Wilson, who's here to talk about Johnny Fetzer and blending business and spirituality as a pathway to success. Welcome, Brian. It's good to have you on the show. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. So I, um, a lot of people may be listening because of the idea of spirituality and um but not everyone knows about Johnny Fetzer, who he is, um, who he was, uh, and and why his life and his ideas are so important today. Would would you please give us kind of an overview to orient us? Sure. Um, well, Johnny Fetzer was uh, born in 1901, and he lived to uh, 1991, so a good long life, spent mostly uh, in Michigan. He was based in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And the interesting thing about Fetzer was that he was one of the radio pioneers of um, the Midwest, and he created one of the first commercial radio stations in southwest Michigan in Kalamazoo, WKZO, which is still on the air. And from that, uh, he branched out into FM radio and then into television in the 50s, and then late in life he got into cable. And in Michigan, uh, he's best known as the longtime owner of the Detroit Tigers baseball team, uh, which he bought in 1956 and became the sole owner in 61, and owned until 1983 when he sold it. So most people in, in Michigan uh, know him either as a broadcaster or as uh, the owner of, of the baseball team. But the reason I think he's important and the reason I wrote this book is because, uh, unbeknownst to a lot of people, John Fetzer was on a very interesting kind of spiritual journey. And he was born and raised a kind of conventional Christian. He was baptized a Methodist. And then he became a Seventh-day Adventist for a time. Um, but he eventually left that tradition and branched out into all sorts of metaphysical explorations. And that basically, from the 1930s until he died, uh, was one of the, the primary focuses of his life, basically developing his spiritual worldview. So um, just before he died, in the decade or so before he died, he liquidated his businesses and he used the money as an endowment uh, for what's now the Fetzer Institute, which is a, um, uh, a nonprofit philanthropy, which basically uh, promotes his spiritual vision for the world. And, and what is that spiritual vision? Well, um, the reason I call the book Johnny Fetzer in the Quest for the New Age is because he really believed that human beings working collectively, spiritually, uh, could create a new age of peace and prosperity on the earth. 
So he was very interested in individual spiritual transformation, uh, and, and that was something he pursued in his own life, um, kind of relentlessly. And, but he, he really believed the importance of that, ultimately, was that if enough people managed to uh, um, uh, undertake this spiritual transformation, it would catalyze a global spiritual transformation, and basically creating the new age on Earth. And so the Fetzer Institute, uh, to this day, is devoted to supporting programs that help people develop their spirituality, all with a goal uh, to eventually transform the planet. This is fascinating because people are talking, only the last few years have I really heard a lot of people talking about a transition from third dimension earth to fourth dimension earth, which Mm -hmm. is another way of saying what you're talking about, moving from an energy of fear Um, to an energy of love and for the transformation to happen it had there have to be enough individuals to transform from fear to love and hope and peace um, for that to then become a a collective energy Mm -hmm. that changes the planet Um, So the, he was really ahead of his time. Oh, definitely. I mean, he started thinking about these issues um, really very seriously back in the 50s and 60s. And in some of his writings, he starts talking about the New Age uh, in the 1960s, about 20 years before you know, the New Age movement really became visible in the United States. So in many ways, spiritually, he was very ahead of his time. But the interesting thing about John Fetzer was that uh, he was very careful to keep his um, spiritual quest private, at least until the last decades of his life. And part of that has to do with his businesses, because um, he was really concerned that he was in a, you know, he, he, he lived in southwest Michigan, which tends to be fairly conservative religiously. And so he was always concerned that uh, people in the area, especially his advertisers and his audience, uh, might misunderstand his metaphysical interests um, and and hurt his businesses. So for most of his life, he, he pursued his spiritual quest in private, but always informing his business decisions with, with his spiritual ideas. So this is really fascinating to me because, um, I, as I told you privately during the break, I'm from Detroit, and my father was a big fan of the Detroit Tigers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so there is definitely kind of this feeling of those two things just don't fit together of the <laughs> spiritual quest and owning a baseball team. Uh-huh. Well, I think for, um, I, I don't know exactly why John Fetzer decided um, to buy the Detroit Tigers. And, of course, in the 1950s, he wasn't wealthy enough at that point to buy them outright, so he had to put together a consortium of people. And So I imagine the decision was primarily um, uh, business-oriented. But I think at the back of John Fetzer's mind, um, he always thought of baseball as being kind of a metaphor for people working together, and not only working together on the physical plane, but to some degree on the spiritual plane, Um, because really good athletes working as a team, um, there's almost a kind of telepathy going on there. 
So I think he was fascinated by how sports basically embody, um, at a very high level, how sports kind of embody some of the spiritual truths that he was seeking. That's really fascinating, um, and, and it makes a lot of sense. It takes, it elevates um, what, uh, what's happening on the field and, and changes it. Um, it. It really is when, when teams really work as one, that's when they succeed. Yeah. If people talk about it, it clicks. And I think by that what they mean is, you know, something undefinable happens when a team, you know, really fits together and begins playing, you know, uh, at a very high level. And there's got to be something going on than just simply, you know, physical cues. Um, people, uh, good athletes can really anticipate what their teammates are going to do. So I think at some level that's one of the reasons why John Fetzer was fascinated with baseball. But, of course, he was also a, a longtime Detroit Tigers fan, and way back in the beginning of the century when he was tinkering with radio, um, one of the things he was absolutely enchanted by was that he could hear Detroit Tigers baseball team, you know, the, the baseball games, rather, over the radio for the first time. So I think his, his love of baseball, but specifically his love of the Detroit Tigers, goes way back to his childhood. Um, it, that that's fascinating. I just have to interject this quickly: is that I have this vision of my father sitting on the floor with two radios <laughs> tuned in <laughs> to two different stations. <laughs> so that's an early to, version of channel surfing. Really, <laughs> listening yeah. to the the game. So yes, I see how the two are connected. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it, it must have been um, difficult for him, too, to have to hide um, such an important part of his beliefs and his life. Yeah, I, I, I think it was um, to a certain degree, although it really gave him a, a lot of freedom um, to explore all sorts of different things um, that he might have felt constrained you know, otherwise if he were you know, living his spiritual life in public. So on the one hand, yes, I, I, do, I, I do believe it was difficult for him, but on the other hand, um, it gave him a lot of freedom and space um, to look at all sorts of different things and to basically create his worldview um, using the maximum number of kind of spiritual resources out there. And when he basically decided he was going to sell off his businesses and it was no longer really important for him to maintain this public phase, that's when he started to become much more public. Um, about his spiritual beliefs. Oh, interesting, because then he had the freedom to not have to worry about customers or, um, or advertising. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and one of the interesting, going back to the baseball team, um, people have asked me whether he applied his spiritual principles directly to the baseball team. And in business decisions, yes, because he always, and in his radio and, and broadcasting businesses, he, he believed he had a kind of intuition that verged on ESP. And so a lot of the decisions he made were based on his intuitions, and especially intuitions about people, um, who were the best and most positive people to surround yourself by. But when it came to the baseball team, he really felt that a good owner um, you know, hired great people to manage and coach the team, 
and then allow them to do their jobs with uh, a minimum of interference by, by the boss. However, in the 1970s, there's one instance in which he decided it would be a good idea to kind of interject a little bit of his spirituality into baseball. And that's when he introduced the Detroit Tigers to Transcendental Meditation. Um, wow. He, <laughs> yeah, he had, he'd become good friends with uh, Maharishi Yogi, and uh, the Maharishi basically instructed him in TM, and John Fetzer advised the Maharishi on, on how to promote Transcendental Meditation using um, radio and television in the United States. So it was an interesting um, two-way street relationship. And John Fetzer really uh, enjoyed meditating, and he felt that everybody could benefit from transcendental meditation or just simply meditation in general. So uh, in the mid-'70s, he decided he would offer, uh, during spring training when the Detroit Tigers were down in Florida, classes in transcendental meditation. And, of course, this was completely voluntary. Um, the, the, the players weren't pressured to do it. Um, but a number of them took it up and uh, continued to practice Transcendental Meditation for you know, years after and felt that it really helped them not only personally but also as, as athletes. And, um, and, of course, the sports writers had great fun with this. They just loved the idea of um, baseball players meditating, which is kind of funny because today um, if you know, top-flight athletes uh, take on meditation or other spiritual practices, nobody bats an eye. Um, things have changed very much. But back in the 70s, this was something quite unique. Well, he, he really was uh, a leader. And you talk about the Midwest as being uh, the, the real creators uh, or, or that the New Age really began in the Midwest, not in California. So was John Fetzer part of a larger movement or was it because of him? Well, I think um, in the beginning, he was part of a larger movement. Um, a lot of the metaphysical traditions uh, that popped up in the United States um, popped up originally in upstate New York and, and the Northeast and were carried into the Midwest um, by, um, by Yankee settlers. And so the Midwest, in the early part of the 19th century, mid part of the 19th century, really becomes a hotbed for things like spiritualism and Swedenborgianism and other traditions like that. And then by the end of the 19th century, uh, Chicago really becomes a kind of center for um, all sorts of metaphysical movements, um, uh, Hermeticism and Rosicrucianism and um, uh, esoteric forms of Freemasonry, and also theosophy as well. And so... This is how John Fetzer got exposed to these things because they were everywhere in the Midwest. And this is something people tend to forget because as these Yankee Yorkers, you know, these Yankee settlers basically retired and, and moved to a, a nicer climate um, in California, they brought a lot of these traditions with them. So um, a lot of what happened in California um, had its roots to some degree. Uh, in the Midwest, and it's that Midwestern connection that's often forgotten. That's really fascinating, and probably as retired people, they had more time and energy to uh, 
to expand their spirituality and to spread it. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and they're developed a kind of culture of leisure, of course, in California um, that really, as you said, you know, encourage people to um, spend time um, reading, thinking, interacting with, um, you know, uh, um, uh, uh, spiritual adepts and other writers and basically developing their spirituality. And for a variety of reasons, of course, California has this really vibrant culture, and of course it took off, and that kind of dominates the story of metaphysical traditions in the United States. But it, it turns out it's, it's, of course, much more complex than that. This is absolutely fascinating. I love learning uh, more about my own hometown and <laughs> and, um, and 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 what went on there that I wasn't even aware of. And I look forward to after the break talking more with you about some of the other specific things that um, John Fetzer believed in some of the spiritual tools that he used. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all of our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. The process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now on your paper, write down what new spiritual tools and ideas you're willing to explore. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Brian Wilson to talk more about blending business and spirituality as a pathway to success. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. 
Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down what new spiritual tools and ideas you're willing to explore. And uh, Brian, I'm finding this conversation absolutely fascinating. So, um, and and I'm I'm so grateful you're here with us talking about blending business and spirituality as a pathway to success and um, Johnny Fetzer and his wonderful ideas and work in the world to make the world a better place and. The idea, one of the ideas that I found fascinating was that, that I think sort of helped him develop his ideas is this connection of the invisibility of radio waves and frequencies and the uh, belief and idea and understanding that each of us has our own frequencies and that Lower frequencies are um, more negative, fear-based, and uh, um, unhealthy, and higher vibrations are more positive and loving. Mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about that connection, please. Well, for John Fetzer, it actually goes all the way back to his, his childhood. Um, when he was just a small kid, um, this is like 1911 or so, um, he had a brother-in-law who gave him a little crystal set, which was a little um, do-it-yourself, very primitive radio set. And so he put this together and um, tuned in the, the radio broadcasts that were just starting at that time. And later in life, in his 80s, John Fetzer said that was just kind of an aha moment for him because he was fascinated that you could have this machine And if you tune it just right, it pulls in these invisible radio waves that gives you information, gives you voices and music and, you know, baseball games and all sorts of different things. And he said that this got him thinking about just the nature of the stuff of the universe um, and how maybe radio waves are just simply one small part of a spectrum of waves that shade all the way off into more subtle energies. And over time, he developed this idea, and it wasn't unique with him, but it was a core idea for him, that human beings um, are, of course, uh, a compilation of mind, body, and spirit. And mind and body are like that, 
that little crystal set. And in order to basically get the wisdom of the universe, you had to tune yourself into the higher frequencies. Um, same thing with health. Um, if you wanted a healthy body, then you had to basically act in ways, both mentally and physically, that would tie you in, that would tune you in to these higher frequencies. Um, so that was always a key idea uh, of John Fetzer, and it fits with his, his radio background. Um, he always liked to think of human beings as, as being kind of tunable machines, as, if you will, um, that if we really understood how they worked, um, we could easily, through like meditation and other practices, um, tune into the higher frequencies. And in fact, very late in life, he said he didn't fear death because death was just simply a translation to even higher frequencies. Um, so for him, it was a great deal of comfort, this idea that all was energy. And basically, it was just a matter of tuning yourself into the right frequency. Um, I love it. It's, it's, I think for, for people who have trouble um, understanding or accepting the concept of vibration and frequencies in the universe and in, in each of us, what you just said is such a um, clear explanation and concrete that makes it understandable. Yeah, and I think that's, that's kind of the key to um, uh, John Fetzer's appeal or the appeal of his, his worldview is he was always a very practical person. I mean, he was, uh, he, he was um, um, great at creating businesses and developing industries, so he's really interested in kind of the nuts and bolts of things. But for him, behind it all, there was always this, this spiritual kind of backdrop or spiritual... Uh, origin of things, and it was always important for him to keep this in mind, um, because you can be practical, but if you don't really understand the secret of how spirit works in this, then he believed you wouldn't be a success. So how does such a practical person use things like tarot and psychics and, mm-hmm. um, and pendulums to make decisions? Well, in a certain sense, he, he thought of these as kind of technologies as well, almost like the radio, and ways of, of, of tuning yourself into the energies of the universe. And for him, the most important was, he, there were two um, kind of tools that he used. Um, one was the pendulum, and he started carrying a very simple pendulum around with him. Uh, it was simply a, a string with a weight on the end of it, so it was not very sophisticated, and he believed that if he held it perpendicular and asked it a series of yes-no questions, um, depending on how it would deflect left or right or begin to twirl either clockwise or counterclockwise, it would give him uh, clues or answers to um, a whole variety of questions, not only spiritual questions, but also personal and business questions. And... He also used this, getting back to the baseball, in a very interesting way. This is, this is another time when he kind of intervened behind the scenes in Detroit Tigers baseball. There was a pitcher named Mark Fidrich, um, who was very successful, a very good pitcher. But he had a very unorthodox pitching style. And he would get up to the pitching mound, and he would talk to the baseball, and he'd have all these kinds of rituals he would go through. And he was, again, the, the sports writers loved this, but they loved to make fun of it. 
And so I guess this was kind of undermining Fidrich's confidence. So at a certain point, John Fetzer had uh, Fidrich come up to his office, and Fetzer pulled out the pendulum. And the goal here wasn't to answer any particular questions, but to convince Fidrich that human beings had the power of mind over matter. And so according to Fidrich's uh, reminiscences later, um, they sat there for a long time trying to make the pendulum move, and ultimately they did. And for Fidrich, this was a, you know, a, a good lesson to learn that all the kinds of antics he was doing up on the mound were ways of basically tuning the energy for his pitching. And from then on, he felt much more confident about his pitching style. That's a beautiful story. Um, we just have a, a couple minutes left, but I'm curious about the Fetzer Institute and the research that it supports. If you could share a little bit of that. Uh-huh. Well, the Fetzer Institute uh, has changed over the years. Um, originally, it was created by John Fetzer to support uh, parapsychological research. But after its death, it's moved into much more kind of mainstream holistic health. And then uh, uh, even more recently, after September 11th, uh, it supports spiritual programs that uh, try to encourage love and forgiveness in the world. And in fact, the Fetzer Institute's mission is now to create the spiritual foundations for a loving world. So the programs they support now are to encourage a, a kind of global spirituality that will allow us to live in peace and harmony. Wow. That's just so beautiful and so touching. Um, I I am so grateful to you, Brian, for bringing John E. Fetzer to us. And also, I know how hard it is to take masses of information and, (laughs) and, 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 and choose what to share and to be able to share it in a way that's comprehensible, not only that, but enjoyable. And I love love your sense of humor and your storytelling, and I so appreciate what you bring to the world and what you brought to me and my listeners. Thank you so much. My pleasure. It's been great talking with you. Thank you, and I wish you the very best. And I'd Thank like you. to encourage, <laughs> and I'd like to encourage everyone to purchase the book Johnny e. Fetzer and the Quest for the New Age. And also, please visit Brian at www.infinitepotential.com. And thank you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com. Like us on Facebook, register for my workshop, The Om Om Awakening, Bringing Your Divine Feminine and Divine Masculine Together as One. Read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, office and house clearings, dream interpretation or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops such as dissolving fear and anxiety overcoming abuse 21 steps for healing the body or the ultimate creative problem solving process and if you mention this you show you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching which I do in person over Skype or on the phone 
when you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress, profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their wealth, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Malkades, who's over spiritual transformation. Ask for his help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to grow spiritually. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Malkades, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be more spiritual or more open to spiritual ideas or more loving. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that he is helping you because he is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Alice Rosen will share what numerology tells us about 2019. And on January 24th, when Ellen Grace O'Brien will tell us how to be wealthy and spiritual just like John Fetzer. And on January 31, when Marilee McLean will talk about courtroom reform for sexually abused children. I want to hear what's on your heart and mind, so please keep sending me your questions, comments, and silver lining stories. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.